Hi everyone, thank you for downloading this week's episode of Season 2 of the What The Fortlet Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some loosely running theme banter from us. Loose is definitely the right word, dude. But before we get started, if you enjoyed the show today, there's a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, wherever it is that you get your podcast, please do subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, then leave us a review and a rating. It goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who may enjoy it. Yeah, we're really active on social media, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info is in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is your first time listening, we do have our back catalogue of shows available, including the entirety of Series 1 and all of Series 2 so far. It's free to listen to at your leisure. There's some great episodes in there that we are both very, very proud of. So please do go check them out and let us know what you think. Yeah, and finally, 2021 is a big year for my co-host. He embarks on a journey with his oldest pal, Graham, to run the Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be embarking on some wacky challenges throughout the year to support him, so keep your eyes peeled and ears pricked for that. Share the story and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations that you do make will be gratefully received. How was that, mate? Absolutely spot on, brother. Should we get on with the show? Let's do it. Are you alone or a groupie? How do you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy or shoot a black gun? Whatever your ability, this is the place to be. So welcome to the water, but the club community. If you're 17, 25, push it in two. Come along, join us. This is the place for you. Welcome to the water, but the club community. Hello everyone, it's Editor Jack here from the What The Fartlet podcast and I'm here to share my best race. As you know, Rob and Matt shared theirs last week and a lot of you guys have been sharing it on Instagram using hashtag WTF my best race and there will be a few of them coming in future weeks. Anyway, mine is the Berlin Marathon 2019. Now there's a few reasons behind this. One, it was a PB race for me of 3.11.08 and two, it was my first world major marathon um, a goal of mine is to complete them all so doing this at such a young age was was really sort of special to me knowing that I'd got in and managed to get it done but the main reason is because of the story behind it so in April 2019 unfortunately my granddad Mick had passed away after a long battle with cancer and he was also so always so supportive with anything I did going back to when I was little playing football I remember looking over and seeing him on the touchline watching and, and cheering me on and I, I didn't even know he was watching that day so he had obviously found out from my mum and dad and turned up to watch um, to whenever I did a running race he would always ask how the training was going how I did anyway when he was taken into hospital in April um, I went over to go and see him I just won a, won a race in Worthing the local town and as I went to see him and t- told him, said, Grandad, I won a race tonight. And he gripped my hand tight and opened his eyes. And it was just special that that evening sort of lifted his spirits just a little bit. And I think that goes to show just what a great man he was. Anyway, on the day, I wanted to make it special. So I had a photo of Grandad in my pocket. And every single mile, I tapped the pocket, just sort of that he was doing it with me. And as it came to the last mile, I took that photo out and carried it in my hand even in the pouring rain. Came round the last corner, saw the Brandenburg Gate and the finish line ahead of me, 
started my sprint before slowing down to sort of take the whole moment in. I was in floods of tears and then as I crossed that finish line, I kissed the photo and said, we've done it, Grandad. We've finished the Berlin Marathon as if it was the pair of us doing it, not just me. Now that day, everything fell into place. The, nothing, nothing went wrong. The whole plan to running my mile splits, and I think that is all down to my granddad, sat there uh, watching over me because no, no race I've done has gone as perfect as that day. And I truly think that's because of him, how supportive he was, and he was supporting me that day. I just know he was. Anyway, that's my best race. There's a few coming in future weeks. This show is a really good one, so I hope you enjoy it, and let's go on with it. Thank you for listening. Ah, oh, Jack. Brilliant story, brilliant intro. I love it. Definitely. So, ah, oh, after such a lovely story from Jack, I can't do a funny, silly intro this week, so let's just say, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 2, Episode 7 for What The Fart Like Podcast. My name's Rob. And I am Matt. And, uh, yeah, over Ooh. halfway through the series, Matois. I know, yes. Getting it done. Getting One episode done. at a time. Brilliant. Isn't it just, mate? It's just, life's just flying by, isn't it? I can't believe it. It's <laughs> like, it's just these, these weeks just rock around. I know, yeah, I know. How, 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 how your week's been then that's been rocking around? Uh, yeah, good, thanks, mate. Really good. Um, really enjoyed Scavenger Hunt Week. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the the Make Matt Run Challenge stuff, that was great. Uh, got out and did a few, did, did a couple of longer runs, actually, which I've not done for a while. I mean, we're not talking anything, you know, I'm not pulling up trees or anything, but yeah. uh, I've kind of come out of me, me normal 5Ks that I've been doing just to tick over. So I did a nice seven-mile hilly one on Monday, um, and then I've just been out both days, both Saturday and Sunday recording on Sunday, aren't we? So both days this weekend, I've done a little five-miler. So just getting those consecutive runs in and trying to build the legs back up, but... Yeah, it's been it's been nice, mate. To be honest, the weather's been okay this week, hasn't it? I know we're yeah, expecting snow, but um, but I'm taking advantage while I can. How about you, man? You've been how's your poorly tooth? <laughs> yeah, I did. I managed to do the scavenger hunt last uh, last. What is it? Saturday, the first day it came in, and yep. then I had to uh, isolate for the <laughs> for a week due to me uh, me having my tooth out, and it was a failed operation. So I'm now sat in pain and got a big massive gob for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got to go back at end of February to have it pulled, uh, to be put to sleep, to have it pulled out. So that's going to be fun. Just another excuse to have a week off running, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't need an excuse for that, man. No, mate, that's true. Uh, tell me what we've got coming up today then, Matt. Yeah, so obviously you've heard uh, Jack's uh, My Best Race, so there's going to be a fair few of them uh, prop- propping up uh, around the show. Uh, hit a new segment, Hidden Gems. We're going to be chatting about uh, a chat with Jenna, Jenna Wilkinson, the Make Back Run Challenge, uh, including the scavenger hunt and the new, uh, the Red Week that's happening now. Yep. Uh, good news stories, and then a few thank yous as well. But don't forget the Fartlek files. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot. How can you forget the Fartlek How files? How could you forget the Fartlek oh. files? And it's Lovers Week this week. Because <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Too. It is. Speaking of Valentine's, Donna, Donna says to me today, are we, get, are, we, are we getting each other a present for Valentine's Day? I said, well, if you, if you want. And bearing in mind, for the last three or four years, Donna has bought me a marathon as a Valentine's Day right. present. So yeah. guess what I'm buying Donna as a Valentine's oh, Day present? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> a race and half marathon. <laughs> oh, get in, get in. Oh, she's gonna, she's gonna hate you and love you simultaneously for it. Oh, that's oh, yeah. great, man. 
Oh yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm getting, Sammy. I hadn't really thought about it. I just panicked when we realised what date it was. Um, <laughs> yes, that's like that every year. I think with us. Yeah, once 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 you're married, the romance is gone. But the fart like fast playlist might ignite that guy. So it might not be one for your runs, but it's certainly going to be one for when you're having your little romantic takeaway in. Once you remember that it's Valentine's Day. So uh, loads coming up. However, before we do though, Matt. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of romance, <laughs> I have a little story. Well, not, I don't have a story. I think I already said Jack needs to come on and tell a little story. Yes, Jack, are you there, my friend? Yeah. What have I got to tell? Is this about about what may have happened on my run? Yeah. So I've heard a little birdie's told me that you might be about to enter the wildy annals. Wildy nation. I think I Wild, am. Wildy nation. I think <laughs> I am. Go on, tell us, tell mean, us what happened, mate. It, it's an elite group. I don't know if I'm proud to announce that I'm in the group or a little bit embarrassed I'm reaching the group. But I went out for my Monday run, easy seven mile on the plan. So I thought, oh, that's fine. I won't take my phone on the run. That's an important bit. Remember, I didn't take my phone. I won't take my phone on the run. Just an easy seven mile. I'll do it. Went out three and a half miles in. To the loop and I thought god I need to go to the toilet here all the public toilets shut because it was half past five I was like oh bit of trouble here I didn't want to pick up the pace because it was an easy run I thought if I pick up the pace this obviously is a uh, is uh gonna make it a bit worse so I got to some bushes and I thought I'll just jump in here it's quite a busy road so I was worried people would see me jumped in the bushes and uh d- did my business and off I went and that's the story there's not really much to it to be honest guys <laughs> Matt, do you, do you want to elaborate a little bit more? Is that because Matt Matt didn't tell the story that way, Jack? No, because what you what you don't know, Jack, is you you told us you you've done this wildly, but you didn't tell us that you told your dad everything that happened in this story, and your dad's mm. been in touch no. with me. <laughs> no, he hasn't, has he? He has, yes. So, so do you want to tell it, Jack, or shall I tell it for the people? Be honest, Jack. I'll do it. I'll do it. He (laughs) says I should always be honest. I thought I'd tell him because I thought I came back from a run and I thought I'd let him know. Obviously, what's happened? It's just, uh, just you know, father and son having a little bit of a chat. So, got to Butlins, the halfway point. Turned round. I was really struggling, and I knew I would not make it home. Although, as I just said, I was hoping I'd make it home. Got to these bushes, went to do it, pitch black, pitch black. And obviously, what did I say at the start? What didn't I have? Didn't have my phone. So I couldn't use my phone to light anything up. Anyway, went down the back, got myself ready. Some people come past. So I was like, oh my, like, they see me. Didn't really pick the sort of best place to hide myself. The bushes were, there were bushes, but they weren't full covering. Anyway, got myself sorted, went to go down, Start, started to just have a wee to start off with. I was like, I'll just have a wee, sort of get my ease myself in. And then <laughs> heaven's opened. <laughs> it was just for, was just for an entree. It was, like, let, <laughs> it was like letting out some hungry lions. <laughs> so I quickly quick, quick, quickly got down into the uh, into the old squat position. Obviously pitch black. And I thought, I thought God, I've done it. I, was, I felt relieved. Then I was like... I was like, what's that? And it had dropped in to my shorts. Oh! Pop, pop, <laughs> into my shorts. 
and I didn't have my, I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't see anything because it was so dark. <laughs> so I had so I had my undershorts. So I took them out and carried them home and just put my normal shots on and ran the rest of it. But um, yeah, it was a uh, it wait, was eventful. Wait, I'll tell wait, you that. Wait, 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 wait. What? So let me just get this straight. So you had your shorts. I'm assuming this was like your base layer underneath, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my base layer. Yeah. So you soiled your base layer. Yeah. That's that's so, no, no. I understand. I'm not. I'm not trying to make fun of you. Like it happens to the best of us. You shouldn't allow. I'm to glad. Me, I'm glad. I ha- I'm glad I had the base layer on, to yeah. be honest, because it gave me Jack, a bit of protection to run the Jack, last two miles clean. Jack, there's an element of this story that still confuses me. You just said to me that you carried your soiled base layer home. Why did you just throw it away? <laughs> Because I got my nan got them for me for Christmas and I really liked them, so I fold, folded them up, carried it home, and managed managed to get back get back in good time. Oh, but obviously they still stunk a bit. But yeah, I can't remember what I had the night before roast dinner or something. Oh, brilliant! Came, came your front door with a lycra bag of poo. <laughs> no, I no, I, I'm at. I left. I left them at the. I left them outside for a while to sort of like oh, de Yeah, you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got like. I wanted to let them de with a bit, but yeah. Am I? Am I on the Hall of Fame now? You are Hall oh, of Fame. Hall certainly. Of fame. Whatever you want to call it, you are part of the. What did you call us, Matt? I forgot. It was only five minutes ago. <laughs> Wildy Nation, Wildy Nation, that's it. A part of the Wildy Nation. When, when, when does my sticker and my top get sent to me? It doesn't. Um, uh-uh. We're not got merchandise. If we sent you any clothing, we'd be worried. About <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, and then well, my, I, oh, I had the, I had the, I, I, well, I had a speed session the next day, and obviously I was proper nervous about doing that, and I think I'd had fajitas that night, so. Doing the speed session was a bit nervy, but thankfully I was okay. I think I'm over it now. I'm over it. It was just a bad day. That's yeah. fine. Thank you for telling us. But just for clarity, just because you're part of the Wildy Nation doesn't mean you have to give us a daily update on your bowel movements. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can do if you want, but I'll yeah. keep it to myself right. now. Thank you very much. Put yourself back on mute, Jack Penfold. Yeah, Jack. You are officially part of the Wildy Nation. Congratulations. Oh, I, I love that his dad sold him out. I love that his dad sold him out. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first thing you see if he messaged me I, I don't know if you know but I don't know if Jack's told you but brilliant brilliant oh lovely it's just Glenn Glenn Penfold you absolute superhero getting multiple shouts out this week uh, you'll find out a little bit more about that later in the show uh, so we've got another segment to cover off Matt so uh, the My Best Race went down really well last week didn't it it certainly did yeah so yes some brilliant stories that obviously you're going to be hearing little sound bites off of throughout this show. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah, really good one. So we thought, is there anything else that we could do on the back of that just to carry on that that good that good vibe? And one thing that I thought of, we were chatting, was where there'll be a lot of smaller race companies out there that are probably struggling quite a lot because mm-hmm. of COVID. And don't just mean not just race companies, but other charities or organizations that put on events. I'm thinking like, you know, like your scout troops, mm. um, you know, those those small the, the lesser run- lesser known ones, yeah. The, the ones that frankly need that bit of fundraising every year by putting a race on to survive. Mm. And they'll have suffered massively because of it. Um so what I thought was, why don't we do a segment called dub- hashtag WTF 
hidden gems. Right. Right? So what I thought we could do is encourage people, if you've got a race that you love, and I'm thinking like a local race, doesn't matter where you are in the country, mm-hmm. but like a local race, I'm talking, you know, your ones that cost like 12, 14 quid, they're the ones I'm thinking of. Yeah. Your little two, 300 people races that you absolutely adore and you think yeah. is an amazing cause, amazing um, route, amazing day. Why don't you just tell us about it? Share it, use the hashtag, we'll share it as well. And maybe there'll be some people who are in your area or who don't mind traveling a little who might think, I've never done that one. I'll give it a go and we'll get a bit of business drummed up for these events. What do you reckon, Matt? Yeah, the the less commercialised you you mean, yeah. Don't don't get many, many people running them. I think yeah. I think they're quite good. The, the ten and twelve quid races that you just turn up and sometimes you don't even get a medal at the end or or a t shirt. Yeah. They'll put some they'll put some snap on for your. Back, yeah. When I say snap, I mean food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not from South Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the smaller races can be can be quite enjoyable and sociable. Yeah, definitely, man. And and I've got one to lead off with, if you don't mind, because right. I'm going to sell you on it, and then you're going to come and do it with me in 2022. That's my plan. All right. Have you ever heard of Holly Moorside 10K? No, no. Oh, mate. Right, so Holly Moorside is simultaneously the best and worst race you will ever do in your life, right? <laughs> so so uh, when I first started running back in like 2013 or whatever it was, uh, we did uh, another really good local race called Dronfield 10K, actually, which would have been a shout for, for, for this as well, Hidden Gems, and hopefully someone will say the same. It's another really good one. Um, we did that. It's very local to Sheffield. And there were people handing out flyers at the end, you know, come, mm. come to this race. And um, Hollymore Side 10K, it's run by a scout troop. Um, it's Hollymore Side is a beautiful village in South York, in uh, Derbyshire. Sorry, um, it is it's so scenic. It's so pretty. It's amazing. Um, it's it's you know the type of place where you're like, man, I wish I was richer so I could live here. <laughs> so it's awesome. Um, but we so we got this race. It was like 12, 14 quid or something to run. So I'm like, oh, let's go and do that. It's amazing. And it was on the um, on the the front of the poster it said flyer that's what i'm trying to say thanks mate it said um uh, a a challenging uh, undulating first 4k followed by a beautiful scenic finish right mm-hmm. i didn't know what that meant at the time i was like <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, i think it generally a means hilly as a bit hilly anyway so but what happens in this race is you run out of the village and you literally get 300 meters into this race and i kid you not mate you go around this corner and it's just like vertical in front of you it's it's like ski slope it's just like oh my god and what's great is that you all the people i've done it a couple of times since there's lots of people who are doing it for the first time that clearly didn't expect it so as you go around the corner you can just hear this audible gasp from people around you as they're realizing what it is and it's so challenging. It is literally the first 4K is uphill. It's right. just all uphill, and there's no give at all. And it's hard. You, try, it's, you are trying to you are you are trying to sell this race I to am, me. I am trying to sell this race <laughs> to you, mate. But let let me finish. And in this, basically, people just fought, drop like flies. You know, they stop and have a walk, and yeah. you know, a little rest, and whatever, whatever. And you see people around you, and then you get a couple of k, and you think, oh well, if everyone else is doing it, I'm gonna have a rest as well. So you give up and stop out, and you have a little rest, and and you walk in. And I'll never forget. I, when, the first time I did it, I didn't know the route, and uh, I just knew there was a drink station at 4k. And I was thinking to myself, oh, God, just get to the drink station. And 
I didn't have a running watch back then or anything, so I didn't know how far in I was. I'd seen the 3K marker a while ago, but I didn't really know what was going on. Anyway, I start walking, and I'm walking up the hill, and I'm thinking, I can't do this. I just want to run back down this hill and go home. Like, I don't want to do it. Standard Rob. <laughs> Standard Rob, yeah, it is. <laughs> Classic. Got to think of an injury to make up to, uh, <laughs> to fake. Um, but I, I got, I was running. I was, I was, I was kind of like dawdling up this hill, and I heard this voice behind me go, come on, Rob. And I had, I was running for a Leukemia Cancer Society that year. I had my name on the back of my vest, right? And as I was walking, I was walking, this lit, I kid you not, this man must have been about 80. And he just trundled up alongside me. And he must have seen my name on my vest. And he went, you're nearly at the top now, Rob. If I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> bless him. Oh, and you know what? That man, I was just like, God bless him. I never saw him again in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But had such an impact on me. From a wider running perspective, I always yeah, think yeah him when i'm struggling he was raising money for i think it was like mcmillan or someone like that he had a charity vest on as well and i just thought oh, mate what a hero you are mm. and so I, I got a bit of steam and i got up to the water station and then this is where the sales point is for holly side you are in the middle of the derbyshire countryside it is nothing but beautiful fields and lanes and pathways and you hit the top of that hill at 4k and matt it's all downhill from there oh. so you just get six kilometers of just be- and it's not a particularly popular race so it's not lots of people you're pretty much running on your own mm. and it's just beautiful mate and the sun's out it's in may so it's normally like a sunny day oh, right, yeah. and you're just running and it's all downhill and there's no effort involved and you just you know you're clear clearing up this like great pacing and, and then you get to the last kilometer you come back to the village and it is just straight downhill like a pissed all oh, right. Just fly down it, and then you run into the scout hall to finish around the field. Oh, mate, it's so so good. Like it's honest. We're doing it next year. You're coming. You're not got a choice. But that is <laughs> that is my hidden gem. They cancelled in 2020. Um, they've had to cancel in 2021 as well because it's May. Mm. They weren't too confident. But 2022, it's back. So Hollymore side 10k, come along. We'll be there uh, and uh, and come and have a chat with us, man. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds sounds fun. That first first half sounds a bit uh, a bit tricky, but once you get over that hill, it sounds like it's a, a blissful day back into the finish line. So yeah, hey. I'm I'm definitely there. Yeah, lovely. Uh, so guys, we want to hear from you. What is your hidden gem? What's a race that you love that you think people won't know about? So hashtag WTF hidden gem. Uh, tag us, tag the podcast in it. Let us know what you think, and we will share, 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 and maybe we'll get some people. Uh, Filling up the race calendar for the rest of 2021 and 2022. What do you reckon, Matt? Yeah, definitely. Fingers crossed we get to race. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, with that being said, should we get over and have a chat with Jenna Wilkinson? Michelle, yes. Jenna.is.running on Instagram. She is indeed my friend. Uh, I'm not going to tell you too much about her, to be honest. Um, did a little bit in the intro. I don't want to spoil her amazing story. Just that she's bloody lovely and she's bloody quick. So, should we go and have a chat with Jenna? Yes, let's do it. Right then, Fight Likers, it's that time again for another chat, and I'm here with Jenna. She's an Asics frontrunner. She is a proud Team Map member, but we won't hold that against her. She's bloody fast, but most importantly, she's an all-round good egg. Jenna, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. I've just done my long run and uh, added my miles in for Team Matt. Oh, <laughs> are you sure you're not due a rest week? <laughs> no, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> How are you? Are you all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, just been for a run, but probably nowhere near as long as you did. I just <laughs> trotted till I got tired, but yes, very good, thank you. Um, really looking forward to talking today. 
love your journey. Love reading about the stuff that you've achieved on Instagram, everything you do. Uh, I think it's going to be a great one. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, but if it's okay with you, I'm sure you know the place we love to start these conversations. Could you just tell me a little bit about how you first got into running, please? Yeah, of course. Um, so it was nearly six years ago now. And I decided that I was probably due to do some sort of exercise. I think sometimes you just get to that point in your life where you're just thinking, yeah, I need to do some sort of fitness. And um it was a friend of mine, which was on Facebook at the time, had said, I've just done a free 5K park run and got a time this morning. It was brilliant. And I um, messaged her and said, what is this free run? What are you talking about? Park run? What is that? Uh, so she, uh, she told me what it was. So I thought, oh, well, I'll go along next week. 5k that's that's not very far easily done so I remember turning up the next week and I mean I I don't even know the kit that I had on probably (laughs) probably some kind of gym wear that I thought was really good and um turned up and thought yeah 5k this is easy oh my god how far is 5k when you start out running dear me I remember thinking, this is rock hard. This is ridiculous. And um, did my first park run in, it was over 30 minutes, like 30, 15 or something. And I thought I was dying. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) how on earth am I supposed to run that any faster? But I thought, actually, I finished it. I feel really good now. I'm really pleased that I went. There was loads of people there as well. So I thought, I'm going to go back the next week. So I went back the next week thinking, right, okay, I know what to expect now. And I remember there was this woman in front of me and I um, I got a little bit, um, probably a little bit cocky, shall we say. And I thought, <laughs> well, I'll easily catch her. <laughs> and I remember running around Park Run. And I could not catch this woman, <laughs> could not catch her. And uh, at the end, she beat me. At the end, I tapped her on the shoulder and said, I'm really sorry. I was really trying to catch you all of the way around. Um, and she said, oh, like, like my name's Deb. Here's all my friends. Why don't you come along to Run Club? Come and join us. We run on a Tuesday. We run on a Thursday. If you come and train with us a couple of times a week, you'll find your park run will get a lot faster. And um, to be honest with you, it just kind of went from there. And I just found that after every training session that I was doing, I just felt really good. And it was more of a social thing. Like I met new people. We would run and we would talk and we would do like four or five miles. Like it would just go before you knew it. And I wouldn't have met these people otherwise. And after I started training with them, um, you did start to see your times at Park Run coming down, which is an incentive in itself to think, hang on a second, what can I do here? You know, I'm down to 27 minutes. Maybe I could get down to 26. What if I could do a sub 25 minute Park Run? Oh my God, that would be ridiculous. So I just started running with them for a few months. But during those three months, um, I got a job which um, took me to Dubai. Wow. 
Yeah, so I um so I'm a teacher and so I teach maths, which is obviously the best subject, clearly. Obviously. <laughs> and, uh, and my, my, my kids don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. I'm getting them in. <laughs> so I got a, I got a job out, out in Dubai and I remember feeling nervous telling like my new friends that I was moving. And what they said to me, I mean, runners can be so supportive. And they said, look, no matter what you do, Jenna, please stay in touch with us. But as soon as you get out there, please keep running. And I thought, actually, that's a really nice piece of advice because they can obviously see a little something in me as well. So when I got out there, it was the first thing that I did. I found a run club and it actually immersed me into the Dubai scene probably better than anything else would have done um meeting new friends is hard enough when you start in a new job or when you move to a new country um but as soon as I got there and got into a run club they were so welcoming and I got to see Dubai in a completely different way and I got to discover new places and I knew where I was, new restaurants. And then suddenly there was races on every weekend, which I was going to. And, you know, you start to see your times coming down and people are then training for a marathon. And you think, ooh, maybe I should do a half. You know, I've done a 10K. Maybe I should try a half marathon. And then you try a half marathon and then you go, oh, well, what, <laughs> what can I do now? Yeah. <laughs> how did, um, so, sorry to jump in, how, how did you find the difference between running in the UK, running out in Dubai, obviously, because like temperature, you know, climate, all that kind of thing. Was it something you adjusted to really quickly or was that a bit a bit tough? No, it was, it was really hard. Um, I remember first getting out to Dubai and I'd messaged a girl called Laura who was already there and she said come along to the run club I'll bring you along uh, but we have to run really early in the morning so we'll have to I'll pick you up at like five o'clock in the morning we'll be starting at 5 30 and me being quite naive at this point was thinking why do we have to run at 5 30 oh my god so we got um I got there and it soon became clear why we had to run at 5.30 because you stood outside and you started to sweat because it was 30 degrees at that that time. So it was just getting used to the temperature and you just had to make sure that you were really hydrated. So nutrition was really important. So I guess I learned a lot in that, on, on that side of things, because I think probably a lot of us are guilty of not, eating right not fueling right not having enough water through the day um or thinking or oh, i'll have an electrolyte tablet or something you know like we, we kind of forget it in this weather especially when it's snowing outside or whatever this time but we do need to keep hydrated uh so that taught me a few lessons just to make sure that I was um, hydrated properly because there were a few people who were caught short um, over there and you had to be really careful with it. Um, But other than that, I mean, you got used to it pretty quick. It was knowing what time to go out, making sure that your nutrition was right. But the only difference was, I guess, with your long runs, you would stop quite regularly. 
and make sure you fueled up properly. So we would maybe stop every 30 to 40 minutes, fuel up properly before we would start running again. So that was uh, how we did it. But you read a lot about how that's a strategy that you should be employing anyway on a long yes. run. 30, 40 minutes, five, six miles, however you want to look at it. If you're doing a long, easy run, there's a lot of literature out there that suggest, and a lot of coaches that will suggest that 30, 40 minutes in, stop, have a drink, have a little bit of something to eat, crack on again. That's the point of a long run. It's about being out on your feet. So again, we're just talking about how this is probably accelerating your knowledge and your experience of running through necessity, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I think with that as well, because I would never normally have stopped on the long run before and I think initially I was thinking I just want to keep going you know if if you're all training for a marathon you can't stop in a marathon so why are you stopping in training but yeah you're right it is just time on feet and that's what you need and that's what your body needs to get used to on a long run where it's made is it's through the rest of the week you know with your tempo sessions or interval sessions everything pulls together in the end so if on a long run you want to have a stop and refuel I mean it was perfect for us out there we had to do it it was um, a necessity but I think you know you can't feel too guilty about doing those kind of things if you want to stop for a minute and have a drink then stop for a minute and have a drink like there's too much pressure put on people sometimes and it's not about that you know your Sunday long run should be should be lovely should be nice and fun I had a wonderful time this morning yeah yeah amazing message good good one to get in there right away um so running in Dubai you've mentioned some amazing kind of scenes and sights that you would have seen have you got any memories of any kind of races that were particularly kind of awe-inspiring or that really stick out in the head from the, those years that you were out there um so I was there for three years and when I first started there the longest distance that I'd ever done was a 10k and then when I started training with everyone and they were training for half marathons and marathons, I thought, right, I'm going to do my first half. And I think usually whenever you do a distance for the first time, you'll always remember it. So doing my first half marathon, it was the Dubai Creek Striders half marathon. And it was absolutely stunning. It was beautiful. We started at six o'clock in the morning. So I was terrified actually standing on the start line thinking, this is the longest run that I have ever done. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. But I thought, right, you've done the training. You're going to be fine. You've got your gels and everything with you. Don't worry. Just take your time. Don't sprint off. Just enjoy it. And I remember going out. Yes, it was hot, but I was used to it by that point. And I remember just looking around uh, because it is around the creek for, for most of the run. And I remember running around the creek thinking, I'm, I'm in Dubai. I live here. I have the most amazing friends waiting for me at the finish line. I'm running a half marathon right now. And you know when you just have that feeling of absolute happiness yeah. of I can't believe that I'm doing this. This is so good. I'm sure I was running with a smile on my face, um, no doubt about it. So I had that moment of absolute happiness at that point. I was like, what I'm doing in my life right now is just so good, so happy. And when I, I'm, 
there was probably a little bit of a dark time through that half marathon as well. Probably at about the 10 mile point to think, oh, I've still got three miles to go. I think everyone has that though. Mm -hmm. No matter how fast you are going, I'm sure we all think the same things at some point. (laughs) And (laughs) and it's normally normally about 10 miles at a half. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) definitely. Uh, so okay so Dubai incredible time in your life sounds amazing very jealous um you were out there for three years today so what year was it you came back I came back in 2018 2018 okay lovely so what happens then how does your running journey evolve from from when you're back in the UK uh so when I came back well before I went to Dubai actually there was a coach at my running club at Sunderland Harriers and he really wanted to work with me, but I was moving away. And he was like, well, you know, keep in touch. Let me know how your running journey goes. And at this point, so when I came back, I'd done two marathons by then. So I'd done Dubai Marathon, which had gone really well. I'd run it with my friend. We'd had a wonderful time. Couldn't believe that I'd done a full marathon. And then I went and done Stockholm Marathon, which was the worst race of my life everything (laughs) that could have gone wrong did go wrong it was just horrendous so that was a big learning curve we can go into that in a minute um and then when I got back um I went straight back to Sunderland Harriers and uh, Simon was there and he was like please let me court you um so I was like, yes, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I think through the years in Dubai, I had followed kind of what everyone else was doing. You know, I, I wasn't really sure how a marathon training plan worked. You know, you can do a bit of research. Um, but I kind of just followed what other people were doing. But then suddenly to have a bespoke plan just for me, seemed to really work so I was entered for London Marathon uh, 2019 and he he really worked with me um, for that and in Stockholm I did want three hours 20 I mean it's insane to even talk about these kind of times to go from you know over 30 minutes a park run to then saying, oh, I want a three-hour 20 marathon. It's like, what? <laughs> How, it's a testament to hard work, though, for me. Yeah, it is just consistency. And sometimes it just kind of, you, you've got to reflect on what you've done before because you do forget where you've kind of come from a little bit. So to go from from that park run suddenly to trying to do a three-hour 20 marathon, um and he took that on board completely and said, right, we're going to we're going to do some some tough sessions now. And you're going to really understand the structure of a plan. You're going to understand how sometimes we do loaded weeks where you're doing more mileage, which is good for team Matt. <laughs> and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> you to just stop with this. He's going to be... Happy as Larry listening to this. I can slap grin on his tiny little smug face. <laughs> and sometimes we have to do lower loads of weeks because you have to let your body recover. And I was like, 
oh, so this is how it works. I can't just hammer myself all the time. And that's why I wasn't getting the results that I wanted before, because I was too tired. Like, you've got to let yourself recover. So this plan was like a steady build, steady build, steady build, then recover week, then build again, but a little bit more of what you were doing before, build, 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 recover. So I was like, right, this is really working for me. So from then, so I think only the last couple of years, really, I've started to take it a bit more seriously and thought, right, this plan works for me. Now, what else do I add in? So stretching, foam rolling, let's try and get in the gym once or twice a week, which was a whole new experience for me. (laughs) But, you know, we we learn, we learn, it's all good. And when I did London in 2019, I did three hours 14. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I remember that last mile thinking my legs will not move any faster than this. But, you know, when you when you look at your watch and you think, if I can just do another, like, a, this last mile in seven, seven minutes 30, yeah. I'm going to go under three hours 15. Yeah. What on earth? I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to do it. And I remember running past 800 metres to go, 600 metres to go, and then you turn the corner past Buckingham Palace. I started to cry. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I've, what? I've done it. <laughs> What, what a race, what a race oh. to, to run that time in as well for, for plating. Well done. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And then from there, um, I think then you do start believing in yourself a little bit to think, actually, what could I do here? You know, like, yes, I've worked hard for that, but I do think there's more in the tank. So from there, you know, it's just having a lot of um, a lot of long discussions uh, with Simon, which has been brilliant and he said, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be aspiring towards a sub three hour marathon, which is terrifying. I was like, <laughs> what? You think that I can do a sub three marathon? Are you mental? <laughs> and he was like, but you need to start thinking like that. There's no harm in thinking like that. So he got me to. He got got me to start thinking about things which scared me a bit. And and that's fine to do as well. Because I think for me, I don't like to fail in anything that I do. But actually, failing is just part of it. Like, I I remember trying to do um, a sub 40, 10K um, for a while and I really had that in my mind and it was terrifying to try and do it I was like right I really want sub 40 10k and I really went for it at the um Essex London 10k and I got 40-0-3. Oh. oh and it killed me it mm-hmm. absolutely killed me I crossed the line and I could not believe it and you start over analyzing everything to think if I'd done this a bit better, if I if I wasn't so negative in my mind at this kilometre, I could have done it. And um, the more I analysed it, the more fuel it gave me for next time. And I was yeah. like, I am not letting that happen again. Not again. Yeah. Um, and 
the next time that so, I did a 10k I remembered that feeling and I was like you are not doing that again so I did yeah. like 39 35 the next time I did wow. it well, I think uh, my favourite saying at the moment, it's probably quite quite relevant right now, I think I've said it before on the show, is that uh, fail, failure is just practice for success. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's not being, it's trying not to be afraid of the failure. That's yes, embrace it, embrace mm-hmm. it, learn from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned uh, amazing, incredible. By the way, I'm not. I'm not just brushing over the fact that you've been on this amazing running journey and running times that I couldn't even imagine. I'm so in awe of you. But uh, let's talk about Asics. You mentioned an Asics race. You are an Asics front runner. So not everyone might know what Asics front runner means, except for certain people on Instagram have got it across the top of their bio. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is and how you got involved in it and all the good stuff involved with with, with your work with Asics? Yeah, of course. So uh, I'm an ambassador for ASICS and uh, there is about 50 of us in the UK and all all we do, well, actually, I was an ASICS frontrunner Dubai first. So that's mm-hmm. where I started. So it's a worldwide ambassador program and they had a group in Dubai, which was just about to start. And I was quite fortunate that it was just starting in Dubai, but because I was I was piercing out in Dubai, I knew quite a lot of people out there, and um, I liked to talk a lot. So I think because of that, and I just used to talk to everyone, and I just loved it. I loved getting everyone's experiences, and I, I mean that's how you get to know a lot more knowledge and a lot more things about running. Anyway, it's just about talking to others. So because I got my name out there quite a lot um, it was quite nice to be to be well known a little bit when you went to races and and you knew a few more people which was lovely and it was always a really good experience when you went along to different things at the weekend and you could always go for breakfast with people etc and I am really embraced that lifestyle and from that um, I was contacted by someone at ASICS to say that we really love what what you do within the running community uh we're starting asics front runner out there would you be interested in starting the team with us and i well i thought why me (laughs) why are you asking me but but actually it was probably like a really good thing for the running community to have asics out there as well and we could then share shared the word of ASICS and we could show the different kit that they had and because I would chat to everyone anywhere and run with a lot of people it was then also their opportunity because they were only just starting in Dubai to for us to share our knowledge of the new trainers that they had coming out or kit that they had coming out etc um so, so we could just share that really which was amazing and then when I came back to the UK uh, I was fortunate enough to join the UK team as well. So we do meetups th- throughout the year. Uh, we get to test the new kit. Uh, so we get to review that and share that with our followers and people who we race and run with. Um, and it's just sharing our love of movement. It's not about being the quickest person out there um, or anything like that. It's if you're passionate about something, 
sharing that passion inspires others to do the same and yeah. if I can just make sure that you know if someone's feeling oh maybe I could start a little bit of running if I could be that person say you know get yourself out there do a minute of running and then walk for a minute and if I've made the difference in that one person then that's my job done brilliant yeah brilliant Brilliant. No, good, good message. There, there you go, guys. That's what Asics Frontrunners are all about. Um, so talk to me a little bit about 2020 then. So how, how have you got on through COVID? Um, well, I was training as normal the start of 2020 because I was due to do Paris Marathon, which was where I wanted to try and go sub three. So I was trying to train as normal. Then when first lockdown happened and and we realized no races were going to go ahead um as i say i'm a teacher so our school was still open um so i could go in once a week so i think i was lucky in that respect really that i had a little bit of normality normality yeah yeah, yeah but mostly i was working from home but then i just decided right let's just pretend as though i have raced my marathon so I will have a couple of weeks off. And then after I've had a couple of weeks off, I will have a couple of weeks of easy running, just doing whatever I want. Because, and this is only personal to me, I thought within that first lockdown, I do not want to be doing any of these challenges yeah. um, How or let's see how many miles I can run because for me it was the perfect opportunity to rest yeah so so i took that as a really good rest time and then we just started building everything up slowly again because there was no need um the, well there was no races so there was there was no need to put too much stress on the body um i think you know it's it's really difficult to to deal with like for everyone um, but exercise has really had a positive effect on my mental health. So I think even just getting outside for a walk, I didn't used to go out for a walk. I used to just go out for a run and head back as quickly as possible um, because my life was so busy. So mm -hmm. 2020 has been a little bit of a pause, I guess, where you can really... I took the opportunity to reflect on things and I went out walking quite a lot. Um, strangely, I got a new job and <laughs> moved to London in 2020. <laughs> That's not a story a lot of people tell, is it? It's just, just, I know. just, just knuckle down for a lot. But yeah, new job, exciting. Uh, how's that impacted running then? Because obviously Sunderland Harry is you're running with before, so a new running club. Yes, yeah, so I moved, um, so once lockdown had been lifted, uh, after the first one, I moved here in August uh, to start my new school at the end of August, um, then we've had a couple more lockdowns since then, so as soon as I got down here, yeah, I looked for a new running club, I guess um, I know now from like my plan with Simon, which we're still doing, um, he's more than happy to to send me my plan from here because i would only really see him on a like once a week anyway so he was and, like, and, and especially with lockdown it's even less isn't it that you can exactly. see exactly yeah. yeah so he's like i'm more than happy yeah to send you the plan and and i i don't think that i i want to do another marathon without him like yeah. he 
he worked so hard with me for us to do London that I can't imagine doing a plan without his work being there. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of train normally through it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, brilliant. So, obviously, big changes in 2020. Yeah. New job, new city. Uh, what's in plan for this year then? Um, I know there's one thing coming up, but I won't ruin it. I'll let, I'll let you tell everybody what you're going to be doing. But what, what's 2021 look like for Jenna? Uh, yeah, the, so the big plan, and I've just been accepted, is Wrexham Elite Marathon, which, fingers crossed, is taking place on April 25th. So this will be my goal race. I've started the plan already. I have just finished week two. And the plan is to to go for the sub three marathon. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. Just from top <laughs> yeah. I know that you're going to do it. A um, few little bits to wrap up then. So we've mentioned ASICs. Lots of love to ASICs. Sunderland Harry's, of course, the all-running club. Lots yeah. of love to them. Uh, you are Jenna is running on Instagram. Is I that am, right? Yes. Yep, yep. Super active on social media as well, aren't you, of course? Um, any Anyone else you wanted to mention, shout out before we go? Uh, I guess just all of to all of the ASICS frontrunners, they have definitely been there for me throughout lockdown and, and everything as well. So thank you. Brilliant. Amazing. Well, listen, best of luck with the plan. Thank plans you so much. I know you're going to smash it. Thank you for taking the time to talk today. Let's do it again soon. We'll be following your progress with a vested interest. Um, but just, you know, if you need a couple of rest weeks while the Make Matlock <laughs> Challenge is going on, that's that's fine too. Don't underestimate the power of recovery. <laughs> exactly. I need those rest days, but not too many. <laughs> Thank you, though. Please follow the journey. It should be a good one. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you. Jenna Wilkinson, Matt. Brilliant. Brilliant. These stories are just amazing. They've all got their own personal, you know... How they, how they go about things and how they've gone, got through things and stuff. And Jenna's story is just as good as everybody else's. Yeah, the globe, the globe trotting stuff's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Like going out to Dubai and God, can you imagine running in that heat? Yeah, I think Skegness is exotic. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah but mate, but, like, and it must have been an amazing experience. But yeah. God, I couldn't. I just, I don't like. You like warm weather, though, don't you? So you're probably yeah, like, mind, yeah. on board yeah, with I'd it. Loved it. I'd have loved it. I'd have loved it. Yeah, get definitely. you out to get you out to Dubai, please. Get me away from these kids. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, I move, I move down to London as well. Just yeah, just up sticks. Yeah. Fair, fair yeah. play to her. Fair play yeah. to her down yeah. and 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 kicking ass. In the south, and it just shows if put putting the hard work and effort, good results can come from it. So yeah, well done. She's definitely, definitely going to deliver that sub three. I reckon. Yeah. We have we have faith in you, Jenna. We do, and we'll be following uh, your journey closely. Uh, and also, the more northerners that we get infiltrate in the south, the better. <laughs> yeah. Good shout. Good shout. The North remembers. <laughs> so should we move on to the segment that everybody is waiting for every single week? Hit us with the soundbite, Matthew. It's the Make Matt Run Challenge. Most miles wins. So, oh, mate. Smarting after last week. Oh, yeah, yes. We, we, we took you by a, a landslide. Landslide, you did. Landslide victory. It, I, I was just—I don't even know what to say about it. It was just—just <laughs> <was just> horrible. <laughs> it, was just, it was just an awful. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did. 
Um, amazing. Your guys really, really rocked it, didn't they? Like 2,400. It was nearly... See, I said on the recording last week, 2,400 plus miles, but it was closer to 2,500, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see if we can top that this week because the miles have been going up every single week. I know the challenges do help that with the bonus yeah. miles, but um, everyone seems to be really, really going for it. And yeah. gosh... I, I, I'm worried, mate, because if we have another week like last week, I don't think I can catch it. I think that'll be you out of right. sight. Are you confident then? Are you, do you think you've you've brought it back? Or? I think you've done really well in scavenger hunt week. Yeah, that really, was good, really good fun, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I liked your video as well. Yes, yeah, very, thanks, very good. Yeah, yeah I got I couldn't find it. <laughs> just because you could just cause you could be bothered looking for road signs. But that's fine. That's fine. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, they really did well on Scavenger Hunt Week. Really, really pushed it. There's been a lot of guys who've gone out and done like half marathons when they haven't been running more than like five, six miles before. Like, obviously, we don't want the people to feel under pressure to run more than they do yeah. normally. But within kind of the the bounds of reasonable, like my guys have really had a bit of a fire lit up them to be like, right, come on, we want to take yeah. this back now. So I'm really good excited. To, good to see. That's good to see. Even though yeah. we're on opposite teams, it is good to see. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Challenge is going really well. And I can't believe we're nearly at the end of it. We've only got a couple of weeks left, haven't we? I know, I know, yeah. What is it? Four weeks? Yeah, three four, or four weeks? Four, five four. weeks? Yeah, something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay, so should we go and find out what's the happening? Scores. The scores on the door, yes. Some people say that Elliot Kipchoge has his poster on his wall and that his feet are shaped like the talons of a hawk. All we know is that he's called Statman John. Hello, lads. Oh, he's Stat- here again. Statman John. How are we doing? I'm a Statman. Skibbity, dip, 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 man up, up. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm really good, actually. I've um, had an all right week. How about you, lads? Yeah, all good. Thank you. We've just been talking about the challenge and the scavenger hunt. Have you been keeping up with it, seeing what's going on? Yes, it's uh, very exciting last week. Mm. Gone wild. Gone, gone wild, yes, yes, we certainly have. Uh, how's the life of Statman John been in the last week? Any interesting stories or developments? Oh, where to start? Ups, downs, drama, I've had it all like an EastEnders episode. Have yes. you? What's happened, Statman John? Uh, Jack the Crow is great, just so you know. Oh, teaching nice him some tricks, we're getting on <laughs> really well. So, so you didn't release him in the end? No, I had to bring him back to life, which is fine. I've done that before. Bring him back to life? What mm. happened? I think I kept him in the bag too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Bird CPR? Yeah, he's fine. I, he only blinks with one eye, but he uh, <laughs> doesn't need the other one, I guess. <laughs> well, what what tricks have you taught him to start on, John? We're trying to play catch. Sometimes he does it. Sometimes he doesn't. Whoa! I didn't know where that was going. What are you playing catch with? A uh, basketball. Easy. <laughs> Jesus, um, the gift that keeps on giving, Statman John. <laughs> so, so it's not going great, catch, I imagine, is it, Statman John? 
Oh, sometimes he does it. Um, but yeah, most majority of the time he doesn't. Right. Okay. Has that, that led to you having to bring him back to life anytime when it's gone wrong? Uh, not yet, no. I was a bit worried about his wing the other day, but right. I just bent it back and it's fine. <laughs> good, good. So Jack's doing well. I'm a little bit worried about Jack, but no, it sounds good. How are the ants doing? Still still morning, no, Harold? This is the drama, Rob. All right, I've, okay. uh, I've had to chuck out four of them. <laughs> Why? They were mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> what were they saying, Statman, Josh? It was happening a few nights. I roll over at night and I look and I can see them laughing at me, these four of them. So I thought, oh, I've had enough. You're gone. <laughs> Evicted them. Yeah, you're out. Oh, dear. Did you have to serve an evict eviction notice or anything like that? Or just get no, rid straight away? I just went in and got rid. <laughs> Oh, God. Those look quite similar, though, Statman. Did you definitely get the right one? Oh, of course I did. Yeah, they're all named. I know them all very well. So <laughs> if I see them on the street, I'll know. They'll know and me. And how, um, how about the pregnant ants? Have they given birth yet? Not yet. That could, any day. Well, any, any day. day. That's very exciting. Yes. Yeah, it is. That'll, that'll repopulate the colony, though, won't it? That'll, mm. that'll help. Yeah, with... still no sign of Harold, um, but I'm still living in hope. Okay. As long, as long as you've got hope, that's, it, that's all you need. That's it, Matthew. Yes, that was very deep. Uh, right then, should we find out who's been on your mind, Statman John? Hits with the uh, the intro music, Matt. You've been on Statman John's mind. Oh yeah, you've been on Statman John's mind. I love it. Every time brings a tear to my eye. That does. Um, this week, Rob, two of yours. Jack underscore runs underscore UK yep. and uh, Smithy's underscore miles. Very good. Very pretty. Nice. Mm. Mm, the shark. Did you prefer a in or out of the shark costume? In. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Lady dresses up as an animal. That's it. That's my Valentine's. <laughs> very good. Oh. Who's been on your mind on Matt's teams, that man, John? Um, Jess. Underscore keep, underscore running. Again, a very pretty nice. and a very handsome man I've come across. Glenn, yeah. underscore Penfold. Ooh. Very he strong is. eyes. Yes. Editor Jack. Eyes. Yeah. Mm. I like him. That's, uh, that's, that's, Jack. that's our editor. That's editor Jack's dad. Stop my John, did you know? I keep getting these family members. Oh, you do. Nice. You do. It's almost like your planet, Statman John. Well, I definitely don't, trust me. <laughs> he's very handsome, though. Pass it on. Let him know he's loved. He's in the winter. Make sure you let your dad know that he is loved. Uh, Matt, hit us with the outro soundbite. So, yes, you've been on Statman John's mind. Oh, yes, you've been on Statman John's mind. Right then, Statman John, let's get to the X's and O's, man. Because if Matt has another week like last week, we're in trouble. So, can you tell us how we got on last week in the Make Matt Run Challenge. I had to count this, recount it, and again. You won't Ooh. believe it. Are you ready? I am. Rob, you were 2564.42. 25. Oh, nice. That's a record. That's, that's, that's the biggest week ever, isn't it? Sorry. Go on. Do Matt. Matt, you were 258. <gasps> Oh! What, no, wait, 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 wait. What, what were the last two numbers again? What were Rob's? 
what, do you I want mean, it all? I've won, yeah. no, I won, didn't I? By like 10 Listen, miles. Listen, Robbers Sorry. won by 6.18. No! No! I mean, it doesn't help the 300-mile deficit, but morally speaking, Team Rob, that is a victory. Yes! Get in. Take that, you tiny dancer. <laughs> Brilliant. You were, um, you were so close. Even your uh, scavenger hunts. Uh, Rob, you've done 35. Matt, you've done 37. Really close again. <laughs> Rob, Rob did 35 correctly, though, Statman John, is the, is the asterisk at the end of that statement. Um... So what, what's tomatoes, the... tomatoes, mate? Tomatoes, tomatoes, uh, or just you know, flip a road sign backwards, Jack Penfold. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's what's the running total then, Statman John? Because there'll still be a big gap, won't the Matt's still well in the lead? Yes, these are big numbers. So Rob, ten. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Don't know what happened there. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> Rob, one zero seven six one point one one, and Matt. 10, 995.98. Numbers uh, are getting a bit confusing, aren't they, Stan? They are. They're getting a bit too big, some may say. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you're not referring to my mother, Stan, John, there. Because <laughs> well, well, on your mind last week. We ain't got time for that. So... The difference uh, for overall is 234.87. miles. 30 miles in here. Okay, right, good. There you go. That's 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 the first step. We've clawed it back to even pegging. Level pegging, even pegging. I think that's a sex act. Um, <laughs> level pegging. Um, so next week we push on and, uh, and we'll see if we can claw some of those miles back. Right then, Statman John. Thank you so much, as always, sir. You are a gentleman. We'll let you get back to Jack and the ants. Um, mm-hmm. Marjorie of the shed. Is Lou about? Uh, yeah, I saw it downstairs. Give me one sec. Lou! Lou! Hello! Hey, Lou, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Are you? Very well, thank oh, you. Good. Especially because I've uh, I won this week. Oh, fantastic. Well done. Only just. Was it was only just, but morally, moral victory. I can see, I can see Matt's face dropping. He's he's beaten, he's beaten <laughs> psychologically. Mm. Um, so uh, this week, then Lou, we've got some golden baton updates, and we've also got a new challenge to talk about. So should we do golden baton first? Yes. Yeah, so uh, golden baton last week, you had Chasing Chaplin and Run with Matt, both done mm-hmm. incredible. Well done. Well done. Well done, guys. And then this week we have got. Rob, you've got the Hutch runs. Yep. And right. Matt, you've got Lucy gets fit. Who's Ooh. got a golden baton again? One of yours. Yeah, she has. Golden baton. See, creativity of Matthew's team. They are creative, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and both been out already, so I yeah. think it'll be another big week. Yeah, it will be. And and worth calling out that if you don't know, Lucy was a series one guest. Go back and listen to her episode because it was a great one. Episode seven was it, Matthew? Uh, I think it was, yes. Shall we have a quick look? <laughs> uh, we're not prepared. That's how prepared we are. Uh, she was always on my mind. Seven. Oh, yes. Yes. It is seven, yes. Seven, brilliant. Okay, so yeah, go and have a listen to Lou. So, Golden Bat, I'm very excited. Double in those miles. Matt, of course, has a steel card in his back pocket. Can't forget Ooh. about that. I, forgot. Mm. I did forget about that. Mm. Oh, I did no, forget about that. You could have... 
Look at him getting excited. Now look at the little cogs turning. While he's thinking about whether or not he wants to steal some miles from me, uh, do you want to tell us about the challenges, Lou, please? Yes, so this week, currently we've got Red Week still, so run or walk, minimum a mile every day, and you get 10 bonus miles. Mm-hmm. Really mm. good. Um, and then next week, exciting new one, hot off the press, ready? Is our fake park run week. Sorry, I didn't pause for a reaction. So uh, go to your local park run, run that on Saturday or Sunday. Obviously, if it's not safe, you can create your own park run route. Post it on socials, and if you do that Saturday or Sunday, you're going to get five bonus miles. Lovely, lovely. So yeah, so I I think in reality, let's 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 be as trusting as we can be guys you've got to adhere to social distancing adhere to travel restrictions if you can't get to a park run absolutely make your own so in reality to get the bonus miles you just got to run a 5k on saturday or sunday but but it would be lovely were possible to see people doing their park run routes i've definitely i'm only a mile and a half from the start line of my local park run so i'm going to be going down and doing that on saturday probably as close to 9am as possible so it'd be lovely to see some people make sure you you know pop it in your strava as well you know, not fake. You know, fake park run. That'd be awesome. Um, share, 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 and we'll um, uh, we'll make sure we uh, we comment on them all. So yeah, good one that though. Mm, I like it. And you just mentioned the nine a.m. I wasn't sure. Do you, should we say everyone at if you do it at nine a.m. Saturday or Sunday, you get the bonus miles, or just Saturday or Sunday? Oh no, any day, yeah. a- a- any time of day, Saturday or Sunday. Everyone's got busy lives. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But if you can get out at nine a.m. on Saturday and do an actual park run route. Um, beautiful, amazing, amazing. You, you're a beautiful person. Well, you're all beautiful people. You know what we mean. Lovely. All right, good one, Lou. Uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? That is it. That's all the updates, all the challenges. Yeah, all Spot good. On. Spot on. Nice one. Right, we will let you get back to your day. Uh, do us a favor though. If you find any basketballs about, just hide them. Oh God. Okay, I will. <laughs> Right. Uh, lovely. Right. Thanks, Lou. We'll speak to you next week. <laughs> All right. Cool. See you later. See you Bye. Later, Bye. So there we go, dude. You're not out of sight. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. You keep, you keep clawing miles back. So well done to you. Well done, Team wasn't, Rob. Wasn't a lot of clawing though this week, was there? Unfortunately, it was. It was very close. But for it me, was. like I said before, moral victory. Yeah, wins are winning it. To be like, what was it? Three hundred miles last week that you absolutely yeah. pantsed. And then yeah. to, to get it back, let's not let's not even call it a win. Let's just say we got it back neck and neck. I'm really proud of my guys. Yeah, but again, yeah. the other thing to consider, mate, your guys, another record week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, I mean, both those weeks, more than yeah. we've ever done. Obviously, the challenge help challenges help with that, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. record weeks nonetheless, and we're half, three quarters away around the world, is it? Or is it half something like that? Yeah, between Mad. us. But, between us, I think we've probably got round by now, nearly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We've gathered them together, so yeah, it'd be it'd be good to see if one of us gets round outright before the end of the series. <laughs> What's made me laugh is that is the places that we've been to as well. <laughs> I don't know if everybody's noticed this on this on the socials, but if you if you go back to week two and week three, we've been to some interesting named places. <laughs> we have, yeah. Joe's Joe's sister put those together for us, so big shout out to her. Uh, very funny, very clever. Nothing that I'm sure we couldn't think of. Absolutely not. So yeah, amazing. amazing. Amazing help. Thank you so much. Right, so uh, let's, a few more bits we've got to get to. Uh, have you got a good news story for me today, Matthew? 
that was that was a quicker one. Yeah, but yes, I've got I, a good I, I news story. I thought I'd up the tempo. <laughs> yeah, get it get it done quicker. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, this this good news story this week is from a fellow Instagrammer, uh, yep. James, a fellow Mattian, Team Mattian, James, run, run, run. Yeah. What, what's that face for, Rob? Team Mattian. Team Mattian. Yes. Just 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 say Matt bag. Ooh. All right, them team Matt bag. We're proud, just like you Rabbits are. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so yes, he's, he was an avid part runner before uh, before COVID uh, took hold, uh, but he continued his journey uh, throughout the lockdowns, um, and he carried on doing the uh, the p- not park runs or fake yep. park run. I think he fake, calls them. Fake park run. He calls yeah. It, yeah, and he's been carrying it on uh, throughout lockdown. Uh, even during Christmas and New Year, he had yep. COVID and it ended up doing 160 laps of his back garden <laughs> to, to get these 5K in, Ks in every Saturday. Uh, and this coming Saturday, the 13th, is going to be his 50th fake park run. Yep. Uh, so he's inviting everybody to join him virtually for that event. Um, and he set up a Just Giving page. Uh, all the info's in his bio for the Alzheimer's Research UK, which is lead charity for park run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's wanting people to get, to get involved and, and try and donate. If you if you join him on that Saturday morning um, for this fiftieth park run, I mean, some of our guys are going to be joining, aren't they, as well? So yeah, man. Yeah, and I think the thing is, maybe hopefully all the little pieces of the puzzle are coming together, guys. The reason that we are doing fake park run week this week as our challenge on what the fart like is to link in with the awesome work that James is doing, raising some money for Alzheimer's UK. Amazing charity, by the way. Amazing charity. Um, and amazing people at Parkrun as well. So nice to keep Parkrun recognised. We all miss it. This might be a nice little port in the storm for us all to just think about Parkrun um, yeah. and, and, and you know, think about happier days and, and hopefully when it's going to come back. So, yeah, you can check James out at Run Run, Run on his um, Instagram. Yeah. He's put a video on there that explains everything. Uh, if you can join him on the Saturday, amazing. Just doing a fake Parkrun. Um, for the challenges, say you could do it Saturday or Sunday, but if you can do it Saturday with James even better, make sure you tag him in whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. If you can spur a couple of shekels for um, for his Just Giving page, all his details are in his bio as well. Um, but yeah, superstar, what a guy, just keeping it up, keeping positive all over Instagram every single week with it. Um, fair play to him. It's kept him. He said it's been really good for his mental health. It does, yes. Um, but it's, yeah, a really good thing to focus on. So, James, you are absolutely our hero of the week, sir. We're looking forward to running with you. Matt and I will be out with you on the 13th. And in the meantime, we salute you. Salute you, sir. Right then, Matt. Fuck. Oh, sorry, yeah, intro. Go on, you, me, did, me, you, music. you were going to do it then. Do you want to do it? I was. I got excited. Fuck the Kyles. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, not, were all, not, that, that was okay, that man. Alright, alright, Simon. It's Cal. the Fadlick Files. Alright, that was pretty good. It's a yes from me. It's a yes from me. You've made no golden buzzer. No golden buzzer. <laughs> no golden buzzer. Um, yeah, so last week we did Movie Week. It went down really well. We had it some uh, awesome tunes. Uh, I got myself in the band off Instagram for singing Huey Lewis in the News on my reels and then being told it contradicted. Copyright law. <laughs> fine, fine, okay. Uh, but it was brilliant. Uh, so this week, as we alluded to at the top of the show, we have got... Lover's Week. Lover's Week. Mm-hmm. And so forth. So we've done it because we've got Valentine's Day in mind. It's not necessarily uh, going to be a playlist that's going to keep you in those intervals driving on with the uh with with the adrenaline it's probably more one to pop onto your alexa 
when you're having that romantic meal once the kids are in bed. But that doesn't mean to say that we haven't got some absolute bangers on there, Matt. Some uh, some great tunes that people have suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, Angels by Robbie Williams. Yes, classic. That's, that's a classic. Uh, we've got a little bit of uh, John Legend, All of Me. Ooh, oh, I bet I can guess who's, uh, who's done that one. So that was your Donna, mate. That was your Donna. I think I read somewhere that All of Me was the most popular first dance song last year oh, at weddings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is a, it is a tune. Uh, Better Together by Jack Johnson. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, we've got loads loads of good ones on there. But of course, you and I pick one each. So what are you going to go for? What's going on this week? Uh, I think I'm going to go for Elvis Presley. Uh, yeah. You were always on my mind. Oh, that sounds a bit familiar. Um, what, what do you mean? I mean, is it a song that you're particularly keen on? Is, is it a favourite of yours? Well, it's a good song and it's a nice, nice little romantic song. <laughs> being on somebody's mind all the time. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Okay, fine. No, good song. Love it. Love it. Oh, how can like... you not like it? You were always oh, on my mind. Oh yeah, I get yeah, I get what you you're saying. Oh, it sounds it sounds nothing like anything else I've ever heard on this show. Um, so... <laughs> Don't know what you mean, mate. <laughs> uh, I was going to pick for my um, my first dance, right. which was when I fall in love by Nat King Cole. Mm. Uh, one of my favourite songs. My granddad was a big Nat King Cole fan. He passed away, sadly, uh, before he was able to meet Sammy properly and get to know her. Um, uh, so, it, very sad. Uh, yeah. He had Nat King Cole, a different Nat King Cole song, played at his funeral. Uh, so, we really wanted When I Fall in Love because it is a beautiful tune and it's a bit different to the normal songs that people tend yeah. to have. So, I was going to go for that. However, Sally beat me to it and she actually put it as a suggestion. So, oh. I thought I'll have another one because I'm in charge, so I can do that. <laughs> Why not? And I am going to go on record to say that in the 90s, this was probably the greatest love song ever written. Ooh. And everybody knows the words to it. And I'm going to test you by singing a line. And I know full well that you're going to come back at me with the next one. You ready? Oh, I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your love. I'll be your hope. Be everything that you need. <laughs> I'll love you more with every breath. Truly, madly, deeply do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to stand with, with you, you on a mountain. <laughs> We're killing it. We're killing it. I think I think if I hear it with the music, I'll know it. What? But what? from what? your singing. And Matt's rendition wasn't pitch perfect. <laughs> I'll have a listen later because I think I re- I think I recognised the end bit of what you were singing, but not the start bit. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, you can listen later. It's banger. It's banger. It's going on there along with Elvis, along with Nat King Cole. Uh, all you lovers. When you said you- when you said nineties, I, I expected some boys on stuff, but not like uh, words oh. or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, oh words, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll, we'll chuck that one on as well. Um, it's only words, and words are all I Ronan? have to Ronan? take your breath. I do a great road impression. Life is a roller coaster, <laughs> just gotta ride it. I think we all think we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> just get inside it. 
I said baby. <laughs> this is turning into chaos again. <laughs> this segment always brings this show down. It's an absolute anarchy. Uh, and it's got nothing to do with running at all. <laughs> um, right, oh. okay. So, uh, Farlight Files, available on Thursday. If you've not got the 90s, if you've not got the movies, get them downloaded as well. It's free on Spotify. Even if you don't have or subscribe to Spotify, just have the app. It means that you can't download it, so you'll use your mobile data, but you can still listen to the songs on Shuffle. They're bangers. People love them. Please do show some love, share it, and tell us what you think. Next week, Matt, we're doing Rock Anthems. Oh, wow. Yes. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm going to be awesome. So uh, let's wrap this up, my fine four-foot friend. A few thank yous before we get out of here. Yeah, a few thank yous. Thank you for Louise coming on, uh, helping with the... uh... The challenges, uh, Statman John. Yeah, yeah. So well. riddle, riddle wrapped in an enigma. There's Statman John, absolute superstar. Big thank you to Jenna Wilkinson. Jenna is running on Instagram. Uh, give her a follow. She is awesome. Thank you to Graham Lindley for our amazing theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, as always, to Joe for all the work she's on Make Matt Run. Uh, next week, we have got Mr. John Gifford. Mm-hmm. Uh, JG, JG runs for mine. For mine. Instagram for Rob Ed. Finally, there's so many map bags that we end up interviewing. <laughs> um, finally, a point in the storm. We've got a Rob Ed on. Uh, awesome, awesome story about how he started his running journey uh, amongst uh, adversity um, and does some amazing fundraising for Mind as a result of it. Really, really good episode. Uh, good chat. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to sharing it with you. He's a really, yeah. really good guy. Um, and I think that is about it for us, Matt. Is that anything you can yeah. think of? Yeah, I think that's no. that's what's done. I think. Do give us a follow on social media. Uh, what the fartlek? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can follow us. I am at Little Runner Boy Rob. And I am at Matty Owls. And Jack Penfold, can you remember your handle this week? I can. Jack Penfold running. That was quick, wasn't well it? Well so only took you fourteen episodes. Uh, right, well done. So good. <laughs> so until then, guys, have a lovely running. Don't let lockdown get you down, man. Be excellent to each other. Enjoy your runs. We love you. Peace. Peace out.